Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning, I'm Promise, and you're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're glad you could join us. Before we get into the Word, let's open up in prayer. Lord, thank you for revealing your words to us, and just thank you for just making everything perfect. And Lord, I also just thank you for revealing the schemes of the devil and just showing us what you want us to do. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Well, amen. Good morning and welcome, everybody. We uh, are excited and and to get in the Word and excited that you're with us. We're continuing our discussion on the Lord or our study on the Lord's house and continuing our conversation and discussion on earth being the choosing ground that the Lord had purposed and designed from the beginning. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna continue with that. Um, and honey, I, I would, if you wouldn't mind. I'll let you continue taking the lead on this. Okay. And we'll, you and I will just, I'll say tag team, just piggyback on some of the discussion points. Okay, dokie. All right. Amen. So just kind of catching up from yesterday. Um, if you haven't had the opportunity to listen to yesterday, uh, the, pro- the previous podcast, I encourage you to go back and listen because it'll fill in some gaps of what we're going to continue discussing for you with you today and, and in the word. But, um, we discussed previously that God wants us to know his mysteries. He wants us to know who he is and he wants us to understand him and not be ignorant of not only who our God is, but also what's happening in the, the world around us and the eternal world around us, but, and then still not be ignorant of, the, of Satan's devices, which thank you for referencing that promise, um, so that we're fully equipped and able to have God's best in our life and to make the appropriate choice to, to choose Christ and to choose God and live. Yesterday, we left off looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 24 through 28. And if I could have someone read that for us, I would be most appreciative. I will. Go ahead, sir. Then comes the end when he delivers the kingdom to God, the Father, when he puts an end to all rule and all authority and power. For he must reign till he has put all enemies under his feet. The last enemy that will be destroyed is death, for he has put all things under his feet. But when he says all things are put under him, it is evident that he who put all things under him is accepted. Mm -hmm. Now when all things are made subject to him, then the Son himself will also be subject to him who put all things under him, that God may be all in all. Glory to God. Amen. Okay. So our Lord and Savior is bringing and restoring divine, God's divine order that was... um, tainted and corrupted when lucifer one of god's um angels his covering cherub decided he was going to leave his abode and overthrow god he was going to 
Lucifer decided he was going to take his own throne and set it above God's throne and God would instead worship him instead of Lucifer worshiping God and remaining in what God created him to do. Uh, does that sound like a familiar tactic? Boy, I tell you. Okay. So You mean those patterns? Those, those patterns. Mm. Um, and when Lucifer decided that he was going to overthrow God, a third of the angels went with him and decided that they didn't want to remain in their abode and they were going to participate. There was a war in heaven. Genesis 1-1, there was creation and all things were well, all things were one and they were good. During that time period between Genesis 1-1 and Genesis 1-2, Lucifer had his bright idea. I think I'll overthrow God today. Got defeated, kicked out. And in 1-2, we see the earth outside of its um, created, its previously created state. It's in unreality. Um, if you do a search of, um, if you look at the Hebrew of the words that are listed, it describes unreality. So also during this time, this time frame, God created time. Eternity is absent of time, which is where we started. And when all things are finished and Jesus hands it back to the Father, hands the purified kingdom back to God, we will again resume eternity. Time has been taken out to deal with this sin. Um, now, why is this the choosing ground? If you look at, if you were to span out the scriptures and hold it out in front of you as a line, mm -hmm. you can see from the end to the beginning and we say that's god's pattern because he created the evening and then the morning that was the first day Amen. isaiah says that he declares the end from the beginning he is the one who does that he doesn't say morning and then night that's a natural humanistic and carnal way of thinking god said evening and then morning hallelujah so when you hold the span out and you look and you look at revelation and then you look all the way back to genesis everywhere in between there god is saying choose life choose good choose me mm -hmm. don't choose death you have the choice but choose life i said it before you choose the trees the two trees that were in the center of a guard of the garden of eden was the choice are you going to choose god and good and life or are you going to choose satan and evil and death it's before you and and in so doing Sub attempt to substitute the Lord, right? What was the the phrase that the that the serpent had gave, given, and tempting Eve? Daniel become like God, no good. You will become like God. A replacement. But God already said, "Let us make man in our image." And in our likeness. Exactly. God already so, said that. So it's a counterfeit because mm -hmm. it attempts to substitute what the Lord already did. And or usurp. Exactly. And mm -hmm. you and yes, usurp or attempt to subvert. Mm -hmm. And that is an impossibility. You cannot do that and receive or achieve the same outcome. Does that make sense to everybody? Yes. So the Lord is continually admonishing us encouraging us choose me choose life that it may be well with you and your children and your children's children amen amen so can, can i just <clears throat> i think uh it's it's easy to look back at this section of scripture and even process um 
some of the concepts that you're talking about from the from the aspect of I wouldn't do that. Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> and um, just to maybe maybe help a little bit, you know, um, I've, I've been in my profession for a few decades now, and I give instructions sometimes for things to be done, and I come back and they're not done the way I instructed. Mm-hmm. And quite often I hear, I know, but I just thought I could do it this way. Ooh. And mm-hmm. we Ouch. all do that mm-hmm. all the time in the most subtle things. And so I think there's a component of this to understand that everything that we do is a choice. Every breath, mm-hmm. every single solitary thing we do is a choice. And it is a choice to be in alignment with God or it's enjoyment to be alignment with our own selfish desires or the enemy, mm-hmm. whichever it may be. And, it, and, and it, that, to some that may sound like oversimplification, but it's not. There is nothing neutral that we do. We're, we are moving closer to God and his Christ-likeness, or we're moving away from it. There's no in-between with that. Mm-hmm. And so just contemplate that deeply as you're being exposed to what you're hearing and look into your heart what you need to repent from, what you need to undo so that God can be full in you. Amen. Thank you. I appreciate that, Dean. Amen, brother. Good word. Amen. Thank you. And you are right. The sin nature says, I've got a better idea than God. I'll be a better God in my own life than he is. But, of course, there's no truth in that. Which is why in Ephesians, uh, I believe it's chapter 1, when the Holy Spirit inspired the Apostle Paul to pray for the church, part of that prayer was that they would know what the hope of their calling was in Christ Jesus, that they would, the eyes of their understanding would be enlightened, that they would see what God had already laid out in front of them. And that is what God wants, and that's what's available, and that should be our endeavor. In our natural humanity, we cannot perceive the things of God. We can't. And we're all going to miss it every single time when we go it alone. Or if we think, we don't need your help right now, God. I don't need to pray about this. I think I got it. I, that kind of deal. And then the adversary is, has coiled himself around a tree and is talking. Did God really say that? Do you really believe what God <laughs> And the temptation is to believe it because it is seductive. It's easy. It would be easier to believe what I can see with my natural eyes than to believe what God said to me. After all, I can't see God right now. He's not here, even though he is here. He's everywhere. That's how everything is open and exposed to him. Everything is naked before him. There's nothing that is being mm-hmm. done that he does not see and know and absolutely knew it before you even made the decision. So we are all subject to fall in our own nature, which is why God gave Jesus on our behalf. And it's not so we can trample him underfoot by disregarding and disdaining his sacrifice for us and going, well, you'll forgive me, God. Let me just get my five minutes of sin in. I'll be back in a a little bit. But by treating holy and as valuable the sacrifice that he made and esteeming him highly and going, no, God, I want to walk with you. Yeah, it doesn't mean we have to police ourselves and restrain our flesh and then teach it how to love God, teach it how to walk with God, teach it how to follow him. And when we do so, there is great reward on the other side. Mm -hmm. Now, back to what we were talking about. Um, 
So the, the reference that God makes when he says choose life that is spanned from the beginning of the word of the Bible, the written word of God, mm -hmm. to the end of it, you will also see that is like kind of phrasing of God saying, I will be their God and they shall be my people. Mm -hmm. He says that in every, I mean, you can Literally probably find every it. book of the Bible. <laughs> I will be their God. They will be my people. And, I and will if it's be not God. stated plainly, it's demonstrated. It's acted out. Mm -hmm. And the if God keeps saying something, it's because it's what He wants. Surprise! And, well, and, and guess what? It's it's important. <laughs> and it's, it's really important. important, right? I mean, think back to school. I don't. Um, I'll speak for myself here. But if the teacher is tap dancing on the floor. This may or may not, oh. but it may be on the test, right? When they're reviewing something, that means it's really important, right? So the fact that yes. it's literally in every book of the Bible, and in some places, I mean, like, it's almost in every chapter. Mm -hmm. It's literally, I will be their God, and they will be my people. can be either seen, uh, read, because it's stated, or demonstrated in every chapter mm -hmm. of the Bible. Amen. Amen. So, at one point, heaven and earth were one. And when all this purification happens, we're going to be one again. Right? New heaven and new earth and Jerusalem will come down. We see that in Revelation being described. Um, also, just a, a handy tidbit, the heavenly community is not either a place or the people. It's both. Mm -hmm. Because God didn't come... When he came back to redeem, he came to redeem us and to purify all things, to bring it back together into one. He keeps saying, "Let we will be one and you and I, I'll be one with you and you'll be one with me. Me and the father are one. We're going to be one together. You guys be one, be unified. I mean, every way you could think of, Jesus said that about being one because that matters and it's important. And I understand we read it like, oh yeah, he's just saying that, but no, he means this well, one because we were one in the beginning. And also... It goes back to what was the ministry that Christ had? Reconciliation. Exactly. Reconciliation. Reconciling what? All things back to the Father. Mm -hmm. All things back to how he, the Father, had purposed and designed and created it to be from the beginning. Amen. Does everybody get that? Yes. yes. Hey, hey, guess what? Guess what ministry he's given us? The same one, the Amen. ministry of reconciliation. Amen. Glory to God. So, so let us be reconciled. Amen. Let us take our place back in the heavenly community. Okay. So um, you, you all can't see this online or as you're listening to the podcast, but we're looking at a timeline of kind of how things have worked since we've, we hear in the beginning and then the beginning of mankind existing as we see him today because we know that we are spirit beings we have a soul and we live in a body so our spirit which is eternal mm -hmm. um took up residence when god created man and he formed the earth he spoke first and then he formed the earth and joined us together our physical body gives us authority in the earth it gives us the right to make choices here. It gives us the right to have authority. It gives us the right to do, like I can pick up my pencil and put it down because I have the right to do that. Spirit, be spirit beings don't have the right to go, I'm just gonna start writing a piece of paper. 
Okay. Um, also, the blood of Jesus is for the redemption specifically of humankind. We, mm-hmm. we looked at that in Hebrews chapter 2 as well. It is not for fallen angels. While they have the ability to choose, they don't have the right to choose, which is why they're, they are reserved for the lake of fire when this purification period is over and the choosing time. Mm-hmm. So us making our choice is also purifying the heavenly community. We talked about yesterday when Lucifer came to present, I'm going to do this. The heavenly community was contaminated. How did the other angels go? Yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. Unless they were swayed, right? So the war happened before everyone. Satan going, hey, who's on my team? I'm going to take God over. Happened before the entire heavenly community. There are a variety of creatures of um, created beings that are in heaven and that they have their own purposes according to what God has given them. Mankind is the only one that has come through this phase of putting on the dirt body in, in time to make their choice of who they will serve. Would you just clarify, you said that took place before the heavenly body. You mean in front of? In front of, in yes. Front of. In the yes. presence of. The, everybody saw it. The heavenly community saw this um, coup, attempted coup. And God kicked him mm-hmm. out first. I'm sorry, do you have something? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I'm just agreeing with you. Okay. God kicked him out and, and dealt with it. But now he's taken time to purify everything and then this will all be wrapped up. So you notice that we're every time we come into the earth, every human that's born... And that has the opportunity to live their life has to make choices. And it's either choose God and live and live, live as in the eternal life, but also a prolonging of your life on the earth in most cases. Um, or die, die, which is what? Choose, which is choosing a substitute, right? To be, as we brought up earlier, to be like God. Mm-hmm. Right? So a counterfeit, a substitution as in like um, usurping and subverting. God, or trying to insert ourselves, lust, desires, right? All those things in his place. Right. Goes back to Exodus 20 and the first commandment. You shall have no other gods before me. Right? Yes. Yes. Okay. And of all the other gods, he says, I know not one. So it's us trying to insert something, anything, in the place that is set aside only for him. Amen. Okay? Everybody got that? Yes. yes. Um, honey, I want to build on what you're saying because when we're talking about choosing, mm-hmm. you keep also bringing up the sanctifying and this purifying that the Lord's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also patterns to that, right? This is, we've, we've spoken about the manifold wisdom of the Lord. Amen. Right, the Lord had already set these things in place from the beginning, before the foundations of the earth. Right, yes. we brought that up. Um, so let's let's look at that pattern because it's important for us to notice. Genesis one and two. How many days did it take the Lord to create the heavens? Six of creation and one of rest. Okay. For a period of seven days. Mm -hmm. Yes. Total seven. Yes. Yes. Total of seven. Okay. In the book of Leviticus, 
And I want to go there because I want to be allowed to go there. And two, we look at this of all the laws, right? Mm-hmm. That are, are given to the, the children of Israel. And this is after the Lord has brought them out of brought them out of Egypt. This is also after they have already um, built or has given instruction to Moses and to the people to build the tent of meeting or the tabernacle, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're, we're looking at patterns and, and we were looking at the garden, and which is the Lord's original design, right? In, says, the, in the natural. In the natural. Yes. He says, ensure that you follow the pattern, right? But the Lord's original pattern was the garden. Mm-hmm. So this is after all of those things, right? As in setting up the tent of meeting of the tabernacle, right? In Leviticus 8, Aaron and his sons are consecrated as priests, right? Mm-hmm. And he gives these exacting details on what needs to take place, right? And, and this is Leviticus 8, verse 10, right? Moses took the anointing oil and anointed the tabernacle and all that was in it and consecrated them, mm-hmm. right? What's he do? In verse 11, he sprinkled some on the altar. How many times? Seven, seven. times. Oh, hey, seven times. Um, and then also there's an offering for the priests. He brought the bull for the sin offering. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Goes around, puts it on the base. Um, brings a ram for consecration. But he gives these, these details to them. I'm trying to find the exact place. Forgive me. Um, they were to consecrate themselves... Oh, yes, here we go. In verse 33 through 36. It says, And you shall not go outside the door of the tabernacle of meeting for? Seven days. Seven days. Seven days until the days of your consecration are ended. For seven days he shall consecrate you. What is consecration? Setting apart, cleansing. Mm, okay. A purifying. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Yes. And then he says in verse 34, As he has done this day, so the Lord has commanded to do, to what? To, to make, make atonement, atonement for you. Therefore, you shall stay at the door of the tabernacle of meeting, day and night for seven days, and keep the charge of the Lord so that you may not die. For so I have been commanded. So Aaron and his sons did all the things that the Lord had commanded by the hand of Moses. Amen. Okay? Mm-hmm. Everybody see that there? Mm-hmm. Seven yes. days. Wait. The earth was created in? Seven days. Seven days. So there is that. We've already talked about the choosing a- aspect of this. Mm-hmm. But now we're going to look at it as the Lord in this choosing. There is the purifying aspect that the Lord already had established since before the foundations of the earth. All right? It doesn't end there. We could continue. Because you see, even in in the very next chapter, Leviticus 10, there's profane fire sacrifice given. Right? Doesn't that sound an awful lot like what happened in the garden? Again, a choosing. 
not to remain by the Lord, but to do their own thing. Mm. Right? The Lord reestablishes, and this begins in verse 8 of chapter 10, Leviticus 10, how the priests are to conduct themselves. He also, again, in chapter 11, or in chapter 11, tells which foods are permitted and forbidden. Didn't he already do that in the garden? Mm-hmm. We notice in this pattern here? Yes. Of the tree of life, right? Of all the trees. Of all the trees, excuse me, yes, thank you. Eat, of all the trees you may freely eat, but not of the, of the, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. evil. Wait, wait, so so that included the tree of life, yes? Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes. Okay. Um, then he talks about unclean animals. Then, uh, that's also in chapter 11, in chapter 12, the ritual after childbirth, which was what? How many days? Oh, for, oh, for males, I believe, seven days? That's eight. Cause well, Jesus seven days and on the eighth day be circumcised. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, but in verse five, is it right? If she bears a female child, then, oh, sorry. For, yes, for a male child, she'll be unclean seven days. And on the eighth day, circumcision. Mm-hmm. So, but also, what is that? Or he told them to, to, to Adam, uh, Adam, excuse me, Aaron and his sons, seven days, don't leave this place. Present yourself on the eighth day, right? Mm-hmm. Before the Lord. Do we not see the, this pattern here? Mm-hmm. And for female children, a female child, right? Um, she'll be unclean two weeks uh, for the woman that bears a female child. Mm-hmm. And then, so what's that? Seven days times two, right? But then it says... Uh, girls are twice as precious. <laughs> <laughs> but it's yes, six days <laughs> for the um, before atonement is made, right? And again, done by a lamb. In chapter 13, there's a law concerning leprosy. How many days? Seven days. Seven days. So, you, so we see a pattern here? That the Lord in the seven day, in creating this was purifying what was unclean right yes and in doing in purifying there is reconciliation he's reconciling all things back to the father yes amen yes okay same thing and so now it doesn't just stop there right it continues ritual for for healing and cleansing lepers what is it how many days? Tell us, honey. Seven. Seven. All right. Law concerning bodily discharges, which also refers to women in their menstrual cycle, is what? Seven. Seven days. We're guessing seven. Like seven days. And then what? So that's chapter 15, right? Yes. What does it talk about in, cha- in Leviticus chapter 16? The Day of Atonement. Oh, wait, do we not see this pattern already in, in Genesis with the fall of man? So, and I bring up, so even in or the woman in the menstrual cycle and all these other things, right? Seven days. There's this process given for purification, right? Yeah. That the Lord is, is consecrating and sanctifying the people to himself. But there's also the aspect of we have to go along with that process, right? 
Yes. Because it, and, and there's also instructions for everyone else. Hey, while this is happening, well, like for the example, right, a, a woman in her cycle, it says don't touch them. In other words, allow them to go through this process. Right, and, but it also has to pertain to our lives. Because it says everything that's touched, that's sat on, that right, is now defiled. It also has to be clean. Is that not the same way with us and, and sin in our life? Yes. Yes. But there's also in there the choosing, right? Because we can choose to disobey and to go, no, I'm still going to engage in these this behavior, mm-hmm. right? Or we can allow them to go through the process and us keeping ourselves pure, undefiled, holy before our holy Lord, right? Yes. And again, in chapter 16, it's the Day of Atonement. We saw that with the first animal sacrifice in the garden where he made tunics for them to cover them, mm-hmm. right? Yes. yes. Okay, it matters. Now, let's, let's bring it full circle, and that would be Numbers. Um, I want to say 16. Bear with me one second, please. Numbers 12. Uh, It's really verse 14 and 15. This is what I want to focus on. But to give some some context, right? The Lord has made a place for all of us. In this, Aaron and Miriam, who the Lord used to raise up Moses Mm -hmm. in Pharaoh's house, Mm -hmm. right? He made a place for her, and she was also part of this leadership. She was given this place of honor by the Lord. But just like women, there's the aspect of not being happy with their place. Ooh. Right? You just, what? No, 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 no. You're you're referencing woman in the garden. In the garden, right? Which then came to Eve. Yeah, no, no. I don't mean woman as in like the general, no. Thank you for for clarifying (laughs) that, honey. (laughs) I think you know me better than that. Um, No. So, yes, I was referring to... At this point, half the listenership closed out on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can always write and, uh, you know, we we will engage in some dialogue there, you know, and that's okay. Um, So, what I'm saying is, right, you, you see the same pattern here, right? But then what is the Lord, so so not being happy with her place, right? And mm-hmm. again, trying to usurp and usurping Moses, mm-hmm. right? Who the Lord had given the instructions through for Aaron, for all the people, right? Mm-hmm. Who the Lord had taught these things, just like Jesus to and for us, mm-hmm. right? Uh, further going uh, fulfillment of prophecy, I'll raise up a prophet like you, like Moses, from amongst the people, right? Mm-hmm. So you yes, see, there's, there's yes. that um, precedent set, a type and a shadow, if you will, of what was to come in the fulfillment, fullness, which is in Christ. But, so, but in Numbers, the Lord deals with that, with murmuring and with grumbling. And he makes this declarative statement, right? Um, because Moses is so... She, of course, is, is struck, right? Her, her sin reached a point where she was now experiencing it, right? Mm-hmm. And, and what happened there for, for those that are there? She had leprosy. She was struck with leprosy. All right, we just talked about that. 
So again, the, the purification process is what, seven days, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So Moses is now trying to beseech the Lord on her behalf, but the Lord says this. That's in Numbers 12, verse 14. But the Lord answered Moses, If her father had but spit in her face, would she not have been in disgrace for seven days? Let her be confined. This is the important part, right? Let her be confined outside the camp for seven days. And after that, she may be brought back in. So Miriam was confined outside the camp for seven days, and the people did not move on until she was brought in again. So uh, why do we bring all this up? And these few examples. And, and the purpose, the point and purpose was this. We see the patterns. The Lord in his infinite and manifold wisdom had already, before he even laid the foundations of the earth, created the choosing ground and the purification process that we see throughout scripture mm-hmm. i'm not saying you have to wait seven days to right but there is there is this process that we do go through of removing these things in our lives that don't reflect his nature his character and the attributes of our lord and savior and we have to be willing to go through that process mm-hmm not defile others, but also for us that, right, that, uh, and I'll say this, everyone's going through that process, right? We've not arrived. We've not yet made it. But there is the point of choosing to not engage in behavior and sin that defiles us. Does that make sense? Yes. yes. Or that brings us back to square one or the beginning, as we saw in the garden, right? Which all the way back to where the Euphrates was which is where he called Abraham from, Ur of Chaldea, right, the beginning, and going through the process of then being allowed to, I'll say, well, go all the way to his holy hill, right, or Jerusalem, or right, in in natural terms, right? Yes. But we have to understand, the Lord's already provided this way of covering, of purifying us, but we have to choose him. And he already set this in place. So it is when we look at these these laws, like in, like in Leviticus, right? It's easy to get caught up in these details. It's got to be this kind of ram, and it's got to right in these these all these exacting details, and miss the bigger point in picture, the pattern that the Lord had already set forth in the beginning of what He actually wanted and desired to do and allow us to enter into. Mm-hmm. Right, and yes. further proving that the earth is the choosing ground. Right, we just read about it. That she was, in this case, Miriam, was brought outside of the camp. Well, we are brought to earth. Right, it's a choosing ground, formed us in the, in the womb, with the exception of Adam. Right, the first Adam, to choose to be purified. Right. Yes. It matters. But we have to make that choice. He's already provided the way. He's already, all those things we've just discussed, already established. But we have to choose to enter in. And we enter in by choosing to serve him fully. Amen. Oh, okay, honey. Um, and, you know, also keeping it, for me, 
keeping in perspective that life is more than what I see before my eyes mm-hmm. today helps me put my eyes on the mark, the, the hope of the calling that I have in Jesus to understand like the big picture and the, the little picture is in reference to the big picture. Why does God want you to listen to him? Why does he want you to walk with him? Is it just because he wants to, you know, tell you no? Of course not. It's because of the restoration process, the cleansing and the purification that's happening to the heavenly community. And he does not wish wish that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Mm-hmm. So Amen. I think we're about out of time for today. And, you know, there's still... Lots we have to get to in this choosing ground, but hopefully we'll be able to come back to it another time and and finish this up and finish discussing um, how we know that there's still a choice for some of us to to make. And, of course, to answer any questions that you have. Uh So, um, yeah, study out the scriptures. See if what we say is true. And we've we've gone over some, but please study it out. You know, we won't be offended. And if you have questions, please ask. Right? that's how we learn and grow, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Seeking the Lord yes. and discussing the, His Word together. Amen. All right? All yes, right. Dan. Yes, so, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we just thank you for today and for giving us your Word, Lord, to make the right decision, Lord, and your Holy Spirit to guide us and to keep us on that path, God. We rejoice in your name and we find our delight in you, Lord. And we just thank you for all that you're doing for us. And we thank you for your goodness and the grace that you have shown to us, Lord, and the the immense compassion that you have had on us, God. And we just thank you for the opportunity of being able to turn around and show the same compassion, love, mercy, grace that we receive to others, Lord. And to help them see the light and to come to uh, knowledge and a personal relationship with you, Lord. Mm-hmm. That they may be restored to the kingdom and the place where you first created them, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.